Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Today is Sunday, the 19th of March in the year 2023. And I am broadcasting from lovely, lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where today is a sunny, beautiful day, thankfully. And it seems like the temporary rains have stopped. And although my garden is very happy, um, it's it's good because summer is not over yet and we're hopefully going to have a few more weeks of summer. So finally, finally. Um, in any case, I welcome all of you and uh, how was your week? How has the last week been for you? Because I thought it was challenging. One thing after another erupted, many things feel uncomfortable. And I think that people are genuinely having a complicated time. Um, I'm out on the patio right now. So if you hear birds, that's what's going on. I'm actually sitting on the patio because it's still light and it's the sunlight is beautiful. So I'm having this serene moment on the patio, appreciating the, the golden sunlight before it sets. So we are having, uh, an incredible, incredible shift. Now, we know that we are, we had a lot going on. Remember last week I talked about uh, so much, especially on Thursday and um, Mars finally, you know, making that last square to Neptune on Tuesday. And then, you know, Thursday we had a whole, there was a whole lot of Mars, Mercury, Sun, Neptune stuff that I talked about on Instagram and I talked about last weekend on the podcast. And behind all of this is Pluto about to change signs. So we're going to get into that because that's coming up in a few days. But I do want to say something about Mars. Mars has been in, <laughs> in a certain area of Gemini for months, and it stopped and turned around last October at the end of October the 30th, I believe, and it turned around at like 25, 26 degrees, and it had squared Neptune, and, you know, but Mars did not finish its transit of Gemini, okay? It never finished and then went retrograde. So that means there's this section of Gemini that is untouched by Mars, or untouched in several years by Mars. And that means that we are now in new territory because in the past week, it passed that spot. So imagine, you know, if you look at those bar graphs sometimes, and then there's a section above the bar graph that's not colored in. It's like as if it's that it's going into the section that's not colored in. It's in a space that is not you know, traveled in these months since August. And so we're now in new territory with Mars and we're in the post shadow, post retrograde, post retrograde shadow, post shadow, everything. We're in a whole new section of Gemini. And that means we are leaving behind the stories that we've had for the last seven months and we are getting ready for the new events to begin, which um, occur on the 26th of March. Now, today's only the 19th, so we have another week. And next week, you're going to see that we are getting um, the Mars transit, where Mars finally leaves, leaves, and goes into the sign of Cancer. And actually, that's Saturday the 25th. So by the time I see you next Sunday... 
um, we can talk about where Mars is in Cancer and what that feels like because that's a whole new aroma. <laughs> it's a whole new scent. It's a whole new essence. It's a whole new vibe. Um, it is not what we've been living since August 20th. Okay. So we're going to have fresh energy, freshness next Saturday and Mars goes into cancer and Mars doesn't love cancer. Cancer is a little too gentle and sweet and congenial and all. Mars is much more ambitious and there's several interesting things. It doesn't like Cancer because it likes Capricorn, the opposite sign of Cancer. So Capricorn is where Mars is exalted. So Mars does very well in the sign of Capricorn. And it enjoys being in Capricorn. So when it goes into Cancer, it's a little meh, you know, not its favorite sign, but it's going to be good because it's getting out of Gemini after so long. It's not bad in Gemini. It likes Gemini. It's just been enough of a of a fast-moving planet in a very slow place. So when you have a planet that wants to move quickly and swiftly and with action and, and intent and direction, and it's been slowed down by its own transit, it, it doesn't feel good to us. So what we're doing is we're now exploring areas after that. We're, it's the after effect. And my Mars webinar is still available if you'd like it. You know, you can contact me or go to my website, goldenastrologer.com, book online, and that you can, find the, um, you can find the Mars webinar and you can listen to it after the fact and see what you found to be true and what was more present in your life, etc. as these months progressed and as Mars has finally finally gotten its act together and out of out of Gemini. It's it we have one more week and it's it's like I'm ready for this to be over. I'm ready for this. And I have the moon in Gemini, right? So you would think I'd like this action and this this energy in my in my moon sign. But it's it's not really doing that. It did a whole bunch of other stuff for me, which was some of it very unexpected. But um yeah, it was really it was pretty intense. So we're gonna get past that now. We're moving past it and we're moving into Mars going to Cancer. Now what goes into Cancer, it hits that zero degree cardinal point. So the cardinal point, which we're gonna talk about again in a minute, is zero degrees of Aries, Cancer, Capricorn, and Libra. Okay, so when things are at zero degrees of any of those signs, they're on what we call the world axis or the cardinal axis. And that is like a famous point. Big things happen on those points, right? And so what's going to happen in this next week is we're going to have a few things at that point. And this is one of the themes of the week is this cardinal energy, the push forward. And so when Mars goes to zero cancer next Saturday, it's going to give us this boost of energy in a way that we, on the cardinal axis, out, out into the world. Cardinal signs do take initiative. Even though cancer is about, you know, the family and the home and, the, you know, they do initiate. There are things about them that they're, they like to initiate and feel fresh energy and, and stuff like that. So, so Mars is going to go there. Now, what's happening in the moment is that Mercury has entered Aries. So it's, again, on that same zero degrees, cardinal axis, Mercury at zero, Aries, and Mercury's there now. Mercury has just entered Aries, and 
it's, you know, it actually Mercury's moved so fast since yesterday when it did this or this morning, it's already at one and a half degrees of Aries. But that cardinal, the freshness is coming. So there's a lot of zero degrees. There's a lot of zero degrees cardinal coming up. Now, that's two things. So that's Mars next Saturday and Mercury has already done it. So we're getting a taste of the new and the fresh and the beginning of uh, starting the zodiac over again. And it's always at the zero Aries point that we start the zodiac. And that comes with the, in the Northern hemisphere called the spring equinox. So this is the March equinox because down under it's not spring, it's going into autumn. And but it's the equinox nonetheless. And so here we are experiencing the equinox. And this is a big deal because the sun tomorrow is going to Aries. Okay. And that is going to be later in the afternoon. And what's going to happen is we're going to go to that sun. And this is, this is big for so many reasons. And there's an airplane flying over ahead because I'm outside. Um, tomorrow at 5.24 p.m. Eastern Time, which is 3.24 p.m. my time, the sun will go into Aries. We will have, in the Northern Hemisphere, the spring equinox. And it, tomorrow is International Astrology Day. So uh, tap into your favorite astrologer tomorrow, all your favorite astrologers, and see what they have to say, because it's International Astrology Day. And gratitude to all the astrologers and everyone who has taken up this up as a practice and as a love and as a passion and as a desire to help the world. So thank you to every astrologer out there. And so we have uh, the spring equinox happening and the spring equinox always happens when the sun enters Aries. And so up north, you know, spring is coming. The crocuses are going to start popping their little heads up and the little flowers, the dandelions, well, maybe not dandelions, but the daffodils, daffodils will be starting to pop their little heads and the magnolias, always the magnolias at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden, the yellow magnolia special to them. And, and so that's planet number three going to zero degrees cardinal, in this case, Aries. Then there's the moon. Okay. So the moon right now is in Pisces and it is going to go to Aries because we're having a new moon this week. So the new moon in Aries is taking place. It enters Aries on Tuesday at 12.01 p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday the 21st. So sun enters Aries Monday, moon enters Aries Tuesday, Tuesday we have a new moon and this new moon is happening at that zero Aries point, which is so important because this is, this, there are so many things to say about this. The new moon is at zero degrees, 50 minutes, Aries. So it's not quite one degree. It's almost one degree. But the sun and the moon are going to meet on Tuesday at 1.23 p.m., only like an hour and 20 minutes or so after the moon enters Aries. And so it's very early again in the beginning of the zodiac. So this is the beginning of the astrological year. And so when people study astrology, this is the new year. And, you know, remember back in January when I said the new year wasn't going to begin for three weeks, everybody goes, oh, happy new year, set your intentions, what are your manifestations for the new year, and what is what is your, you know, new year's resolution, and, you know, all that business that everybody does on December 31st. Um, and then I said nothing was happening because we were going to get to the lunar new year, and that was going to be about the 21st of January.
January, which I think it was 22nd of January, and we had Chinese New Year, and we had the new moon, and that was the new year because Mercury was direct, and Mars was direct, and every and Uranus was direct, remember? So there's there's been a lot of this this year, this delaying of New Year's. But this is the new year according to the seasons and according to astrology. So technically, this is the beginning of the astrological year. And it's interesting that International Astrology Day sits on the day, and I'm sure this is on purpose, that the sun enters Aries, and it is the new astrological year. So happy new astrological year, happy new year, happy spring up north, happy autumn down south under, down under, and happy new moon, which is Tuesday. Now, this is a powerful new moon. Because it's not just any old moon within Aries at any point in Aries. This is a new moon at the very beginning of Aries at the zero degree Aries point. So this is zero Aries and it means we are having a new moon at the very beginning of the zodiac as the zodiac starts anew. So that means the new year starts with a bang. Okay, all these new moons keep happening very early in the sign, early in Aquarius, early in Pisces, early in Aries. And it is the zero degree point that is the power point in Aries. It is the cardinal axis. We may hear some very big news in the world tomorrow. It's, you know, anybody who's famous, well-known, on the pages of the paper, in public office, has a public persona, they have something that's... um, they have something in their chart that responds to the cardinal axis. And there are points that relate to the cardinal axis. But for our purposes at this moment, we're just going to stick with zero degrees, the beginning of Aries, the beginning of the zodiac, and the beginning of cardinal. Okay? And that's the simplest way. Every season begins with one of those signs I mentioned. First, there's Aries. Then the beginning of summer up north or winter down south is, you know, June 20th or 21st or so, and that's Cancer. And then we go to Libra, which is the autumnal equinox. So the solstice, the summer solstice, the equinox, and then the winter solstice, which is the beginning of Capricorn. Um, You know, all of them begin at zero cardinal, and they're all powerful. But this one is particularly powerful because it is the beginning of the zodiac. It's you know, this is it. This is day one. So it's going to feel like a fresh moment and we need it. We so need a fresh moment right now. I think we're dragging our heels through the mud right now. And I think, you know, Saturn going into Pisces helped, but this is going to give us a real boost because it's fire. You know, the sun and the moon are going to be exactly together on Tuesday in fire at the beginning of the zodiac. So if you are looking to launch things, this is a good time to think about that. Um, Meanwhile, Pluto, like I mentioned before, Pluto leaving Capricorn and going into Aquarius, this is not the cardinal axis, this is the fixed axis, this is Aquarius, that's going to happen on Thursday, okay? Um, That's going to happen Thursday the 23rd. Now, we've been looking towards this for a long time. We've been talking about this for a while. I've mentioned it back in, you know, when Pluto went direct months ago. I think that was October. Pluto enters Aquarius at 8.13 a.m. Eastern Time on Thursday the 23rd. And this is Pluto in a new sign for the first time since 2008. 
Wow, right? So there's a lot of newness in this week. So the new moon in Aries gives us a jump start, gives us energy, gets us moving, moves forward. That's right before Pluto goes into Aquarius. So, you know, for my feelings, if I'm going to launch something new, I'm going to tell them after Mars. <laughs> Because we have three new things happening this week. We have the new moon in Aries, with everything the sun and the moon entering zero Aries, big, big energy. We have Pluto entering Aquarius, and then we have Mars finally leaving Gemini and going into Cancer. And these are really important moments. They are moments. They are, we are closing some doors this week. Okay, now, try to get your thoughts together. And I think it's interesting because the new moon happens first and that's exciting energy and it's fresh and it's, it's fiery and it's like, yes, I'm ready to take on the day, right? It's, um, it's like, you know, it's an awakening after the dormancy of, of the winter. And so when you start to move through Aries, you start to, like, you start feeling that the sun's exaltation, and that won't happen until April, but it exalts at 19 Aries, but we got 19 days to go, so, and the dogs are barking, um, so one of the most important points of this week is to release the old, start the new, get rid of the old thoughts, the noise in your brain, and clear the path, sweep everything out of the house, do the spring cleaning, get the rugs aired out, open the windows, open the doors, and let the fresh air come in. And then, you know, welcome Pluto into Aquarius, and then welcome Mars into Cancer, which is Saturday. So Monday, sun enters Aries. Tuesday, moon enters Aries. We have a new moon. Thursday, Pluto enters Aquarius, Saturday, Mars enters Cancer. Wow. And I thought last week was like topsy-turvy. It's, it's, it's really something. It's really, this is a powerful week we have ahead. This is one of the most powerful weeks of the year. Okay. So, and if I say nothing else, if you hear nothing else in this podcast, if you know nothing else or don't understand anything else, understand that this week is one of the most important, powerful weeks of the entire year. Okay. I could leave it at that at 18 minutes, <laughs> but it is a very powerful, important week. I want you to stay close to your feelings I want you to pay attention to how you feel. I want you to write notes, journal, and stay close to and express what it is you're feeling because these are deep movements, okay? Mars going into Cancer isn't any old time of Mars into Cancer. Mars into Cancer is, we've been in Gemini for seven, eight months, let's move to Cancer. Thank God. Okay, that's the one. Pluto into Aquarius for the first time since 1798. <laughs> Need I say more? This is the planet of transformation in a sign that is about humanitarianism, um, altruism, brilliance, genius, technology, independence, liberty, revolution, and freedom. Okay, so we're going to see transformations around all of those things. Everything that I just listed. If you have to rewind, go back, listen to what I just said, all that list. 
transformation in uh, that area for the next 20 years. But this is a short jaunt. This is a little vacation stay in Aquarius before it goes back into Capricorn. And then next year, again, another jaunt into Capricorn and back out into Aquarius. So this is a long transition process. It gives us the flavor of Pluto and Aquarius and what we're doing and how we're doing it and how we are um, feeling. Feeling is important. Get the feeling Thursday. What does it feel like? What does it mean to you? How does it resonate? What signs and symbols are you getting from life and the universe? What are you being told through spirit? If you listen to a podcast, I hope you listen to spirit. Listen quietly. The birds have quieted. They're listening to what I have to say. <laughs> They're like, we know all about this stuff. We know that things are shifting and changing. We feel it before anybody else. So, and the birds here are calling in the rain. They're, they're singing. They're singing. The, the Costa Rican thrush, the national bird of Costa Rica, calls in the rain. It's very sweet. And it's beautiful when it rains. But it's, it's also like, oh, well, no more sunshine for like months. <laughs> sunshine in the morning. Yeah. Um, anyway, what we're looking at um, is a dramatic week ahead. And, you know, what's going to happen whenever there's this they're saying goodbye. New beginnings always bring something ends, right? If a movie ends and you're watching the movie afterwards, you say goodbye to the first movie and you watch the second movie. If the day ends and you're going to sleep and you say goodnight to your day and you go, okay, um, goodnight day and good morning to my next day, right? So you, there's an ending of the day and a beginning of a new day, right? And that's what this week is, except it's an era, <laughs> it's a 15-year era that's about to close the chapter, and we're looking very seriously at this and very profoundly. And we are being very present with this movement and this motion and how this feels in our field. And where do, where do you want to express freedom in your life? Where do you want to go and take a new path forward in a very free way. What, what does that mean? What does freedom mean to you? What does liberation mean to you? Those are really important themes of Pluto and Aquarius. And sit down with yourself and journal about it. What is it that gives you the sense of freedom? Is it financial? Is it space? Is it, you know, like you need a big wide open space? Is it not talking to anybody, shutting off your phone and not like listening to anybody or anything? Is it staying in bed later? Is What is it? What is freedom to you? What speaks of freedom? Liberation. What do you want to be free of? And what things that represent freedom to you do you want more of in your life? What would liberation look like to you? And um, you know, maybe it's just a vacation right now. <laughs> I know I could use one. I could use a vacation. I would like a little trip. Um, but in this moment, what could be such a powerful, powerful um, movement forward and step forward into staking your liberation, your freedom, your independence? What does that look like? And so this is where the transformation wants to occur, where you would like it to occur. And that is a very profound thing we're going to explore over these next years. What have you mastered? 
okay? In the last 15 years, what have you mastered? You've mastered something because Capricorn always brings us our mastery. And we always, that, that's a good thing, way of using Capricorn energy is for mastery, you know? And so what is it that you really needed to master or you did master or where did you tap into what you're a master at, right? And all of those, you know, questions are, are very viable for Pluto and Capricorn. What is it that you mastered? What did you come to? I think a lot of people, you know, with COVID, I think a lot of people mastered something new, you know? I think that maybe they were masters at one thing and they became masters of something else. And they did something different and completely and they've mastered what was left to master, you know? And it's going to be something brand new when Pluto goes into Aquarius. So get ready for your, for your new, uh, new experience, your new challenge, your new level of freedom that you want. And what does that look like? And so that's a really big question. That's, you know, what, what do you, how do you define freedom? What does that look like for you? And so interestingly, so we, we, we have this new moon in Aries and I implore you to make a, an intention. And you know, the new moon always, you know, three, four days afterwards, you can still do that. You can wait till Pluto enters Aquarius Thursday in the morning in this region of the world. And you can take Pluto's energy into this new moon together. You know, you could be pondering it and then, you know, set forth on your, on your big intention you want to set. And then what are your goals? How do you plan to bring that into your world? Setting intention is really excellent, of course, but um, any obstacles to that intention need to be cleared. Any obstacles to what you want to manifest need to be cleared. Anything that is, um, you know, re re a revelation in this time is really important. So see what you see, what revelations come to you, what epiphanies come to you, what comes to you in these next days ahead, because this is a very, very important and powerful week. And I can't stress that enough. There were so many crucial moments in the last week, <laughs> so many things I had to step up to and handle and be present for and help out in and, um, so many places in my life, so many places in my life. And it was, it was uh, a week that um, made me want to kind of tune out and rest in this weekend. I, I didn't even really post on Instagram astrology or anything like that. Um, you know, it's more of the same right now. It's more of the same. It's, it's Pluto's moving. What's happening is Pluto's going to Aquarius. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Forget everything else. Pluto's going to Aquarius, okay? And I could talk about that ad infinitum. And in fact, I did. And if you are interested, once again, in my masterclass that I presented on the 21st of February, just about a month ago, um, it's about Saturn and Pisces and Pluto and Aquarius. And you can purchase that from my website. Go to thegoldenastrologer.com, book online, and look for Saturn in Pisces. Pluto and Aquarius. And you can purchase that and I will send you the link to the video. It's very exciting. It goes into all the details of those two planets moving and how they are in that sign and what it looks like, which house it is and what suggestions I gave 
for, you know, what could happen if you're having it in those houses. Um, and of course you may be getting it to a planet or your sign. And, um, you know, I heard so many stories in these last weeks of shifting lives and things changing and, um, stepping into the new and so important right now. And we can't listen and hold on to the old narratives. So where can you release narratives in your life? Where can you clear away the narrative that you've been living? What narrative are you, like it's an old tired thing. What are you living? And you know what a narrative is, right? It's like a, a belief, a thought, a something that you live by. Well, you need to work 24-7 to get anywhere. No, that's your narrative. <laughs> well, I know, I know plenty of people that don't do that. Um, no. And, you know, it's, it's really about what your narratives are and what narratives you need to release to free yourself up. Aries is the warrior sign. It's the first sign in the Zodiac when we have this new moon this week. And it's the only time we're going to have a new moon in Aries until next year. And that it is at such a powerful point in the Zodiac, I expect some things to come to light in the papers and the media this week. I don't know what they are yet, of course. Um, I think that we just stay tuned. Um, I want to see what happens because, like I said, when Saturn went into Pisces, I heard all sorts of stories about um, faith and trusting and having faith and being in a position of, you know, holding energy and trusting the universe and, and what do you believe in it. That's all Saturn in Pisces. And now with Pluto and Aquarius, there's going to be more um, things that I'm going to hear. And of course, I'll report back to you next Sunday on this very podcast. So um, other than that, we have, you know, this is, there's not a whole lot of Jupiter doing anything this week, except like that new moon will be very fresh and it will conjunct Jupiter. Um, it will do that on Wednesday. It's not going to get very close to Jupiter on Tuesday because that's going to be, um, yeah, it'll do that Wednesday, the, the moon after being new and jazzed, uh, 417 on Wednesday, the 22nd. And that's going to be a 417 PM Eastern time. That's going to be a, a jazzy moon it, with Jupiter because Jupiter is very abundant and powerful and stretches us and expands us. So there's expansion in the air as well. The one thing that I do want to talk about, though, is that Mercury is going to meet Chiron. So Mercury is going to zip through Aries and be halfway through Aries by next Sunday, really, because that's where Chiron is, halfway through Aries. And within a week, Mercury will pass through half the sign. So it's really not going to stay in Aries very long. Um, know that Mercury is going retrograde in April, but that's for April. Let's leave it in April. Um, <laughs> but when we have Mercury going to Chiron, remember Jupiter's been sitting with Chiron and we're looking at where our wounds are and what our wounds are and how we can become aware, Jupiter's awareness and expansion, and how can we live and like put the sword down and expand and forgive and, and forgiveness is a big part of that. Like in order to sometimes, if there's a wound, almost always there was another person involved. You know, we don't often get wounded by ourselves unless it's actually a physical wound. Um, but if you feel the wound, note the story. What's your story? What's your narrative? And what do you carry from that? And where can you forgive and put the sword down? The sword that wounds. Where can you put the sword down? Jupiter helps us see that. 
Jupiter helps us expand our awareness. So Jupiter's been with the wounded healer Chiron. And then next week, we're going to see Mercury join Jupiter. I mean, yeah, he'll join Jupiter, but he's going to join Chiron, more importantly. He's going to sit with Chiron, and he's going to give us some information, because that's what Mercury does. He gives information about our wound, and he will do that next Sunday, the 26th, at like 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And Mercury really is a planet of communication. He's He is somebody that brings messages. And he is someone that, you know, can tell us, give us information about our wound and what that looks like and how we can heal it, especially with Jupiter there. Jupiter's still very close and will be. Jupiter and Mercury will meet the following Monday. But this is really something where we can listen and listening is really important right now, as I told you last week. Listen and tap into where we feel like we've been wounded and forgive ourselves, heal ourselves, and say thank you for teaching me this lesson and open to being healed. And healing can come in a variety of forms, you know. But in any event, this is one of the biggest weeks of the year. This is an important week. I'd love to hear from you. I'm Deb at DebMcBride.com, info at TheGoldenAstrologer.com. You can write to me. Um, I'm on Instagram, TheGoldenAstrologer. You can message me. I would love to give you a session, uh, receive a session. You can book a session on my website, TheGoldenAstrologer.com, book online. You can also find other goodies there. You can find card readings. You can find Reiki sessions. You can study Reiki with me. It's all there on the book online page because if you scroll down, you'll see all the options. And the two webinars are available, the Masterclass of Mars, the Masterclass of Saturn and Pluto. These are big moments, and I will see you next Sunday on the other side of all of this, on the other side of the new moon, on the other side of Pluto entering Aquarius, and on the other side of Mars finally leaving Gemini and going into Cancer. And it's an important week to make yourself known, put your word out there, put out the word that you are here, you exist, and you are here to serve and be present for people, okay? Because when things go to the cardinal axis, we want to make our presence known in the world. Thank you for listening. Beautiful week to all of you. I'll be on Instagram this week if you want to see me talk about these things because when they happen, they always bring new energies and new thoughts and ideas and I have always more to say, right? Love to all of you. Gratitude to all of you. The insects are chirping here. They are making that interesting sound. I love that sound they make. Dusk is coming. It's a beautiful, beautiful evening gratitude and blessings to all of you. Thank you for listening.